for the journey, the journey of life. As we, as we enter a new year, we have hopes and aspirations and desires to go places, to do things, to achieve things. But we need fuel. Everybody say fuel. fuel. We need fuel. We need fuel. So, the Bible said in Luke 8, 22, one day, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. It presupposes that they had always been on one side of the lake. So to go over to the other side of the lake would mean more fuel or more work, or more energy. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down, well, just say a storm, right? Um, a storm came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped. And they were in great danger. Underline that storm and great danger. The disciples went and woke him up saying, Master, Master, we are going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided. And all was calm. Where is your faith? He asked his disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Luke 8, 22 to 25. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, let us go to the other side. So going to the other side means you are going to encounter something different from what you are used to. What your faith is used to handling, God is taking you to another level. So he said, let's cross over to the other side. Let's leave this cozy environment. I want to show you greater things on the other side. What he didn't tell them was that there will be a storm. He didn't tell them that. And they weren't expecting that. Even if they did, they knew they could manage to cross. So when he said, let us go, he knew they would make it. But they didn't realize to make it, they needed faith. To exercise faith. So for them, yes, it's 2018 we shall make it to December. Yes, God knows we will make it, but he didn't tell us that in February, in March, in April, there would be a need to exercise our faith. So, because they didn't know that, when the storms hit, they used their knowledge. Because the boat was being swamped with water, they had to bail the water out. So, 
They kept bailing out the water until they realized, look, this is not working. This is useless. Now, wake the master up. Your strength is inadequate to face the storms of life. Your knowledge is inadequate to face the storms of life. In fact, your strength is inadequate to take you to where God is saying he's going to take you. So supernatural help is needed. The fuel you need in your tank is the supernatural help of God. Yes, God is saying, let us go. And we are going, but there is an intervention, an interruption in the midst of it. And we need supernatural help. Because on this journey, you are required to exercise a level of faith different to what you are used to. Last week we were teaching on divine enrichment. So you are required at a stage to now exercise faith that is beyond what you are familiar with. So they were in the midst of the storm. This storm couldn't, you couldn't uh, deal with it by bailing the water out. So the master was teaching them higher levels of engagement. Some of you are going through storms in your life and God is using that to teach you higher levels of engagement. And one level he taught them was you can speak the word to nature. You can speak God's word to natural circumstances and it will obey you. What an amazing faith. They have never seen that. They were used to other types of expression of faith. But this time God said, you can actually speak to the elements and they will listen. And he said to them, you have to speak to overturn the storm. Not to entertain the storm. Because when you entertain the storm... That's when you start bailing out the water. You start dealing with the, uh, with the, with the symptoms and the challenges. You start managing the problems and you are running helter skelter trying to pull things together and it is just not working. So the storm is called the intruder. The intruder into God's assignment or God's mission for our lives. If we are talking divine enrichment, then the intruder can be poverty. The intruder can be something that robs us of our faith and confidence in God. But they were focused on the storm, bailing out the water. Alright, let's try this fix today. Maybe it's going to work. Okay, we get a few results, but the boat is still filling up with water. Get more hands, build up some more. Yes, but the boat is still filling up with water. Because the storm is raging. They were putting up with bailing up the water. 
Because they entertain the intruder. But the intruder has to be cast out, not entertained. Bailing out the water is the logical conclusion, is the logical answer to the problem. What do you do with an intruder? Oh, oh, I just want to make you some breakfast. (laughs) Maybe you would love my cooking. And perhaps you would not beggle me anymore. After the meal, you'll still beggle you. Every intruder in your life, it's time for them to go. So when the master woke up, what did he do? He didn't ask them, where's the bowl? Let me help you to bail out the water. He just spoke to the storm. He said, peace be still. And there was a calm. Somebody need that prophetic word spoken over your life. Somebody need that rhema word spoken over your life to stop the root of the storm. To bring a calmness. And when he spoke that, they realized how useless an effort they had been exercising. You see, supernatural help of God, God's ability, God's strength, God's help is is, is too much beyond our comprehension. They were perhaps getting ready for the worst where the ship might wreck And they would have to cling on and get to shore. So perhaps they had to wake him up. So that at least he would get a plank of wood and also sail to shore. But when they knew or thought all was lost. The word of God came with new creation. May the word of God recreate something new in your life. May the word of faith bring something new in your life. Where all hope is lost, may the word of God bring life again in the name of Jesus Christ. Because the word is alive. So that was what shocked the disciples. They didn't realize that even the word has power over nature. The word has power over the elements. Such that the word could be relied on to bring order to chaos. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what 2018 is already telling you. But I know what God's word is telling me. God's word is saying you are going over to the other side. And there shall be no interruption. No intruder. No stoppage. You will not keep bailing this water. You know how difficult it is when you keep on trying and trying hard, but the thing is not working. It is time to cast some things out. It is time to speak to the heavenlies. It is time to speak to the storms. It is time to say, 
He is the word of the Lord. I prophesy order in this place. I prophesy life in this place. I prophesy peace in this place. Feel like Ezekiel walking in the body of the dry bones and say, Son of man, can these bones live? And he said, Oh Lord, only you know. And he said, Prophesy to the bones. And he said, Hear the word of the Lord, all these bones come together. And the bones began to come together, bone to bone. And he said, Prophesy, flesh unto them. And the flesh began to come together. And they made their life and slain. And he said, Prophesy to the four corners of the wind. And there the wind entered them. And they rose up. And they were a mighty army. May the wind of God today fill you. That you will be a mighty army. In the name of Jesus. When God created Adam, Adam was a lifeless soul. See, that is why man needs supernatural help. Amen. When you go back to Genesis where man originated, everything about man was done. But God had to breathe into him the breath of life and he became a living soul. May you become a living soul with the supernatural help of God. May you not go through life as a walking dead or as a living dead just wishing for the day God will take you because you are too tired of this life. I pray that the breath of God will come into you yes, now. And bring life, new life into you. Yes. And the Adam that came from the soil became a living soul. That is why man needs supernatural help. If man doesn't get the help of God, man just goes into decay and corruption. That is what is happening to our world today. There is the storm, the raging storm, and man is not asking God for help. Man is going back to corruption, and there's no help there. We were made to receive God's word, God's help. God's strength. And when Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. They were going over with his help. You are not attempting or doing anything without the help of God. Without the hand of God. No matter how skillful you are. You need the hand of God. That is why this year, we are saying, God, just do with us. 
Just do with us what you ought to do. Just we give ourselves to you, our lives to you. Every human being needs a supernatural hand of God. So when they woke him up, that was a form of prayer. They called upon the God, their God. They said, help us before we drown. Oh, that our nations will return to asking God, help us before we drown. Oh, that the church will be the voice in the nation that says, peace, be still. If the church is not saying, peace, be still, they will be saying, Lord, why have you let all this happen to us? But the church of Jesus is supposed to rise up and say, Peace be still, and the storm and the wind will obey, and the world will take notice. I feel like prophesying today. I feel like your faith is coming alive to rise up and face the giants of the day. And say in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let there be life. I feel like you shall not be afraid of the storm. And you shall stand up and say, I know a name that is above every other name. And at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. I feel like somebody will speak to your situation, will speak to your family and say, I'm not afraid of you, devil. In the name of Jesus Christ, everything shall die. I feel like somebody will speak to your body and say, in the name of Jesus Hear the word of the Lord. The Lord God Almighty. He is the strength of my life. There's a lot of talk about fake news today. But you must have counter news. Whatever news you hear, you must have counter news and say, in the name of Jesus, I change this news. In the name of Jesus, this is going to work for me. What they said, you cannot come. You go and say, yes, I was told I could come. And they will have to open the door. Counter news. Yes. Speak the word. Yes. You know we are living in times where you must operate at that level of faith, speaking the word. Otherwise, you see things won't just happen. So when they've said no access, you go right there and demand. Hallelujah. Because 
you are operating on the level of the supernatural hand of God. The things you could not do. Now, these guys were professional fishermen, so they knew how to row a boat and do sail the new anyway. But on this occasion, they knew we have we are going to be shipwrecked. So they didn't have life jackets in those days. So you have to get a plank of wood of the ship or boat in order to float on it. So they knew that. Listen, this is shipwreck time. I came to announce to you. That not only will the storm be calm, but the boats will be repaired instantly also. As a the vessel you've been traveling in that is being wrecked and damaged will also receive instant restoration. See well for the journey. If transport for London can say they will charge you if you run out of fuel in the Blackwall Tunnel, <laughs> that means you have no excuse to run out of faith in your life, in your journey Amen. of life. So God don't want you to run out of faith in the journey of life. Because one, is dangerous. What happens? The devil once you run out of fuel in the in the tunnel, he said, "Now I got him." You come and run into your back, smash your car, and ride it off. But you are not stopping. You are not running out of fuel. You are going high. You are soaring higher because there's supernatural hand of God. And even where you should have stopped. You are still cruising. And people will say, What an amazing and a wonder our God is. Oh, hallelujah. The soul, the intruder. There is another type of intruder. In Mark chapter 4, verse 13 to 20. Bible said, a sower went out to sow. I always wondered what happened to the seed, the other seed that didn't produce. What happened to them? They were forgotten. They were of no effect, no use. They were destroyed. They were finished. What happened to the seed that fell by the wayside, that fell among thorns? What happened was the seed that fell on the not so good ground were the seed that entertained the intruder. So the reason the seed didn't work is not because God's word is not effective. It's because they didn't deal with the intruder. And as a result of that, 
God's word did not yield. But the good ground yielded from 30, 60 to 100 fold. Are you ready to banish the intruders? Yes. Some of you, the word of God concerning your life has fallen on stony, on pony, pony ground, or stony or rocky ground. And you've accepted it. Well, whatever will be, will be. Yeah. Well, it just it just happened. What did God say to you? What did God say? See, we have to be contenders. See, we have to believe God so much so that we believe His word so much so that. Whatever he says, we hold to it. Yes. Like Jacob held the angel and said, I'm not letting you go into the blessing. Yes. He said, if you are God's angel, you're going nowhere Amen. until you bless him. We have to believe God so much so that when he speaks, mm-hmm. we hold to it and say, God, yeah. until you fulfill so if God's word has been spoken, let's go and find it among the thorns, among the rocks. Go and look for it. And get soil. Even in the rock, you know you can even grow on, on rocky areas, right? And turn the rocky ground into a vegetation. Turn the thorny ground into a nice plowed field. And that shows you believe God's word. In other words, turn the impossibilities in your life. Believe God and hold on to God and say, this problem, this impossibility must pass. And I'm going to continue to sow the word of God into it until it begins to bear fruit. Amen. I am not wasting any of God's word. Mark 4, 13. Then Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. So from today, you know, Bible said the thief comes to do what? Steal, kill. And you know thieves don't have respect for anything. They don't respect anybody. They don't. Alright? So, the devil, if you are at Bishop Pope, the devil can still steal from you. Okay? If you are not vigilant, you will. Okay. So he says, there are times when God's word comes to us and we just treat it casually. It's like, just let it drop by the path and the devil quickly comes to steal it. 
So in other words, you receive the word. Like Sarah, the angel said, a year by this time, you will embrace the son. And she laughed. And she laughed. See, but because of God was merciful, but that is a sort of attitude that allows the devil to steal the word. So he just he will steal it, and then you will go on saying, "No, no, no! I know that can work. It's not going to happen." Any word you've rejected on the pathway, go back and find it. Did you ever drop a coin and you had to retrace your steps? Retrace your steps and find it. Don't let the devil steal anything from you. Reverse. If that Bible said when a thief is caught, he shall be made to restore seven times what he has stolen. Charge the devil with interest. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Mark 12 verse 16. Others are like seed sown on rocky places. They hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution, when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. They have no root. So determine that from today, I will develop roots for every word of God I receive. That means I'll develop a stamina. So that when persecution comes, I won't let go. You know, when we were, when we were little children, sometimes you go out with your toy and the other kids see it and they, and they are envious. So they come, they want to take it out of your hand. Then you just give it. And you go back crying. Where's your toy? Where's your toy? Oh, he took it. Come on, come on, again. <laughs> when persecution is like that, persecution comes to try to rob you of your toy. Mm. It's a big bully that comes and says, Come on, give that to me, give that to me, give that to me. And you say, Oh. <laughs> and you, you, you give it and you shall go back. Amen. When persecution comes, Amen. you shall stand. Amen. And defend yes. what God has Developing roots means you are going to be resistant to the devil. There are some plants, or, or even human beings, they do, they do immunization so you can be resistant to certain strains of disease. So once you are immunized, it's suspected that you will not get that disease. So they say, okay. So when you are resistant, the devil cannot floor you. Then he realizes, no, I picked on the wrong guy here. Let me go find somebody else. Hallelujah. You shall defend your portion. Verse 18, still others like seed 
sown among thorns, they hear the word. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth, take note of all those things, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Worries of this life. You know, anything you put ahead of God is an idol. There are pastors who have idols. There are bishops who have idols. See. And there are pagans who have idols. <laughs> he said, these people receive the word, they are joyful, it is manifesting but the cares, the worries of this world, in other words, they never put God first. They like the excitement of what God can do, but they are not ready to put God first for Him to work in their lives. The deceitfulness of wealth. You know why? Wealth is deceitful. Now, I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's bad. I'm saying it's deceitful. Because when people begin to put their confidence in wealth, then it's deceitful. You see? So then they have to do everything to protect their wealth. Then it becomes an idol. And they don't have time for anything else. And you can see some multi-millionaires who are really miserable people. Because they are always watching the stock market. They are up at 3 a.m. Watching the Dow and the FTSE. What is happening there? Come on, get some sleep, brother. And the desires for other things come in and choke the word. So you see, this is the guy who receives the word, but the word is like a second priority. So all these things he's looking for, the, the things of life, the wealth and the desires, the word has the answer. So he has to put the word ahead of those things and say, in Jesus' name, I declare my life to be free of worries. In Jesus' name, I receive wealth. In Jesus' name, I receive all the things I desire. If he doesn't do that, what he does then is he puts the word somewhere and then he starts to struggle in order to make these things work. And Bible said, when he does that, it chokes out the word. Because faith is replaced with something else. I pray that you shall reclaim your ground. In the name of Jesus. Verse 20. Others are like seeds sown on good soil. They hear the word. They accept it and produce a crop. Some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. But 
seed sown on good soil, the good soil didn't just happen. Are you with me? Somebody had to work the good soil. See, so when you're coming to church, you have to make sure your heart is ready. Your soil is prepared. And you are coming to receive in faith and believe and take hold of it. Then it is good soil. But if you don't come prepared that way, then you have to start preparing it now. Because you want the harvest. Otherwise, let's go to the other side. May end up in a shipwreck. And many times people have attempted. We want to serve God. We want to do things for God. And then we are going out in faith. Hallelujah. And then they get shipwrecked. And they blame God. It's not God to be blamed. Exercise the faith. Hallelujah. Exercise the faith. So, can you imagine if we reclaimed the other seed on the stony ground, the thorny ground, and the path? We'll be talking... A thousandfold, wouldn't Amen. So, there are only certain areas in your life that the word of God seems to have impact and penetrate. I pray that all areas of your life. Yes. Do you realize? Yes. We can believe God for certain things, but for certain things, we don't. Because it's impossible. So, God can do the impossible. So, we don't. <laughs> But what an amazing harvest we would have if we could believe God in all the years. It is the journey to the other side. It's not the normal Christianity. It is something else. It's no longer they are Galilee shore. They were now crossing to the Gadarenes. And if you read on, you see what happened when they got there. Uh, they faced, <laughs> they, they, met, they met legion in a body. So anything that is on the other side, you are able to overcome. In the name of Jesus. So today, you are full of faith. You are pumped up with fuel by the supernatural hand of God to pursue God's agenda for your life and to rise up and go over to the other side and God shall be the helper. Shall we rise on our feet right now? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Lahambarobo kasatalamaba. Lebrokolomo balamazakayamabosimoka. Thank you, Father. You know, the word of God is never about condemnation. No, because the word of God is all about Jesus. And what did Jesus do? He came to bring hope to the world. 
There's no condemnation if you've been in the boat and you've said to Jesus, what is this? Where you said, all my faith is gone. Where you said, Lord, I no longer know what to believe. God knows all that. But today he wants to encourage you that his word made the elements. And when you speak his word, it will change the elements. In the name of Jesus. Today God is encouraging you. He's saying, my son, I have the whole world in my hand. You know, Bible said he he hangs the earth on nothing. Did you know that? Now, I didn't know that until I read geography. And they said, the whole earth hangs in space on nothing. But yeah, so Bible said, he hangs the earth on nothing. And they cannot tell us how the earth is hanging on nothing. You sang the song, there's no dirt he can't make clean. So if he can hang the whole earth on nothing, then there's nothing he cannot do for me. There's a tiny thing on the top of the earth. If, I, if I'm on the airplane 35,000 feet, I won't see any human being on the floor. You won't see any human being. Just 35,000 feet. So there is nothing. I want you to build your faith that way. There is nothing that God cannot do. Because after all, the whole earth hangs on man. Oh, Jesus. Begin to thank God for your life. Begin to thank God for your life. Say, Lord, I thank you for the journey. I thank you for the mountains. I thank you for the valleys. I thank you for the storms that you you you, you brought me through. I thank you, O oh God, that you are able to sustain me. You are able to change me. Thank you, Lord. 
Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Job 26, verse 7. I want us to build our faith. I want you to build your faith. Job 26, verse 7. He stretches out the north over the empty, empty place and hangs the earth upon nothing. He stretches out the north over the empty place and hangs the earth upon nothing. I want you to begin to tell God I repent for being in charge of my life I've been bailing out the water But Lord now help me I believe your words Calm the storm Take over my life Oh Jesus, begin to watch the Lord to come every storm in your life. I declare right now, oh Lord, mighty God, mighty God, touch my life, oh God. Where I'm being in control, oh God, I surrender it unto you. I surrender it unto you. I surrender unto you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shall be silent. Shall be calm. And every broken ship shall be restored in the name of Jesus. We are grateful, Lord, that will go over. Say, Father, I shall go over to the other side. Not by might, nor by power, but according to your word, and by your spirit, I shall go over to the other side. the name of Jesus. You know, every burden, you see, let's not, let's not be quick to condemn the disciples when we read about the storm. Because, listen, 
they had done everything they could do. You see? And they were not overwhelmed, they were burdened. But they turned to the master. That is what they did right. Although they didn't go in a friendly way, actually they were accusing him that why don't you care that we perish? But God cares. I came to tell somebody. God cares. Today, every strength, every effort that you've exerted in bailing out the water, may God restore to you. As you no longer will have to bail any water. Because he is in control. Has given you a new spirit, a new heart, a new comprehension. Let us say, is Saul also one of the prophets? Let us be amazed when they encounter you and say, No, you have changed, this is not you. Because a new spirit has come upon you. And they will say, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the storm obey him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We release uncommon favor. Divine grace and manifestation. Over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We receive your touch. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. You know... When they when they went to the other side, this is like part two of part two of the cell. But I'm saying this so you go home and pray. You you add it to your prayer. When they got to the other side, they met a man who was possessed of devil. And Jesus asked him, what is your name? And he said, I am Legion, for we are many. Now, that was called the country of the Gadarenes. And when Joshua, when Moses, when Joshua was dividing the inheritance for the children of Israel, the children of God said, we will not cross with everybody we want to stay here 
Then Joshua said, well, if you want to stay here, you still have to come and fight with your brethren. Let them possess their inheritance, then you can go back. They did that, then they went back. So the gatherings didn't actually enter the promised inheritance. They stayed behind the river. That was their choice. But then when Jacob was about to die, he prophesied over all his children. And then to God he said, But for God a troop shall overtake him. But then he shall recover. So that mission of going to the other side was the fulfillment of that prophecy for God to recover. Now when they got there, you realize the presence of God was not there. It was taken over by demonic forces. I don't know which areas of your life... The enemy has placed a hold and embargo over. We are going to the other side. So when Jesus said to them, let's go to the other side, some commentators suggest the demons heard. So they caused the storm so that he will not come to set the gatherings free. May every prophecy concerning your life not be interrupted by any soul. And may you receive total freedom. Because Jesus is coming your way. And he is visiting your house. And he is residing with you no matter what the devil thinks. So he made the trip with the disciples. So when you go, pray on these things. So actually, he was now unifying Israel. The devil didn't like it. There's things God wants to do with your life. The devil doesn't like it. So he causes the storm. But you will speak God's word. Amen. And the storm will be still. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah.